Good morning. Welcome to Walk the Walk. Well, it's finally here, day one of 2022. We can look back at 2021, we can learn from it, and then let it go. We know that 2021 probably wasn't one of our one of our most favorite years, but it doesn't matter. You can always learn from the bad things that happen. So as we now are starting our chronological Bible study, we're starting with day one. I encourage you to join us. We have our chronological Bible study. Starts at 5, ends at 6.30. There will be a little tweaking of time after January 11th, but if you are interested in joining our Bible study group with a a group of people who are like-minded and are learning together, contact me at Tina Perry 50 at gmail.com. So in the very beginning, you've heard that before, in the beginning, God created this earth. The earth was formless, chaotic, and empty. But that did not last long. God created on day one, light and dark. On day two, water and sky, day three, sea and land, day four, the sun, the moon, and stars, day five, the birds and fish, and day six, animals and humans. So he created this formless, chaotic, empty earth and formed it and filled it for us. Now, we know what happens in the beginning. The man that God creates becomes a problem. God tells Adam and Eve, whom he created, he says, listen, you can eat from any tree here. He gave them these choices. Any of them, but the one you cannot eat from is the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Well, guess what? That wasn't good enough. Satan then goes and tempts Eve, where they puts in doubt and confusion into her. And he says, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? He puts doubt into her mind, like, well, maybe, maybe I didn't hear him say that. She starts to probably come up with a lot of excuses. I, I think that will be okay. And then we certainly know that she does take the fruit and eats it. Now, Adam comes back and he finds out and he does the same thing. Now, we talked a little bit about this, about the wife being obedient to her husband. And remember, had Adam listened to God, he would have definitely not allowed this to happen. So Adam was being disobedient as well. So as they, as they do this, then they realize, oh no, because the tree, that the fruit that they eat from are 
the tree of good and evil, which then gives them the ability to choose right and wrong. And they figure out, we've made a mistake. God finds this out. And then he says, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. And then he says to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth, and you will desire to control control your husband, but he will rule over you. All because of the sin. Now, God had called for Adam and Eve, and he's like, where are you? They were hiding which is a typical thing for us to do when we sin. We think we're hiding them that nobody can see, but God knew where Adam and Eve was. God knows your sin. You can say, oh, you know, nobody knows, and think you have them hidden in the darkest, darkest of dark, but God knows your sin. So, Now we have Adam and Eve telling God when they ate from that tree that we are in control of ourselves. I'll make my own decisions. And there are consequences to that. We do that even today. I'm going to make my own. I'm not going to consult with God on this. I'll just make my own decision on this. The consequences can be quite severe. Ask those who are sitting in prison Ask those who make decisions of drinking and driving, making decisions that really can impact you in a negative way. But the beauty to all of that is you don't have to die in that because you can go to God and ask him to forgive you of your sins, and he will. And you're like, "Eh, no, he doesn't know what I've done. I just said, God knew Adam and Eve. He knew what they did. He didn't have to go to them and say, what what happened? Who who did what? Who's responsible here? And you know, when, when he comes to them, Adam blames Eve. Eve blames the serpent or the devil. So now we got people blaming each other. We've probably seen a lot of that, and you probably, and I've probably... Done that too. Not take responsibility for our own actions. You know, when we go on to day two, and that was all just in day one, folks. That was all in day one reading. But when we go into day two, we see Cain and Abel, two brothers. And now we're starting to going to see a murder. Hatred. Already. God created these people. And, and then the first couple of days like I can't imagine how frustrating that would be as a as me not being God and the human side of me would be like that's it deuces you're all out of here but God didn't do that but what he did do was because of all the sin we'll see this with Noah's Ark 
He lets eight people get on this huge boat. Others could have, but they chose not to. Oh, they chose to at the very end when the flood waters were coming, but it was too late. Like I said, all eight of them got on that boat with all the animals that God had instructed Noah to take on, and God locked that door. He shut the door and locked it. Not Noah, because if it were left up to Noah, he would have opened the door. But God said, "Huh." uh And then what he had done is taken this perfect creation of the earth that he made and turned it back into chaos with floods. But we know that when the waters receded, it became perfect in his sight. So that's to show you that our lives can be full of chaos, darkness, formless. But with God, he can turn that into peace. Are you feeling that chaoticness in your life? Are you searching for peace? Where are you searching? Are you searching in that bottle? Are you searching in in the things that you put into your body to make you temporarily feel better, only to feel one way, and then eventually you have to increase that stuff to make you feel better only temporarily until you find something else? And that's temporary. Everything is temporary except for Jesus Christ. Isn't it kind of ironic that he creates this world? He gives it form, and he gives it peace, and he creates it. He he prepared a place for us. He did not put us on this earth and then say, okay, y'all, now go out and um, dig up this and do that. He said, no, he put everything we needed right on the earth, right, right in the beginning. In the first six days, because on the seventh day, he rested. He put it all here for us. It was readily available. But because man chose not to do what God wanted him to do, man made it chaotic. But isn't it ironic that he says, when we die, and as if we are believers in Jesus Christ, he prepares a place for us in heaven. It's, it's so ironic. And you know what? Some people are choosing not to choose that. That's your choice. Right in the very beginning, he said, here's your choices. Right in the very end of our life, he says, here are your choices. What are your choices? What are you choosing? Heaven or hell? It's my prayer that you choose heaven. It's my prayer that you lift your Bibles up and read it and try to understand as much as you can. It's my choice to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior. Is that your choice?